Hey there, I'm Alan Furstenberg. And I'm Mark Tucker, and we are Two Voice Devs. Two Voice Devs? What a week. I don't know about you, it Mark, was. but I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired, too. It's been a, uh, We're recording today on a Friday instead of a typical Thursday, and I'm definitely filling the week. Uh, but we had a very interesting Wednesday with the Alexa Live. Yeah, no, you know, we're, we're both wearing our Alexa Live uh, garb. And uh, you, you have the AWS certified jacket on just to, you know, really, really kick up. Uh, Bring in the points, yeah. yeah. I'm, but beyond the swag, it was, uh, it was an interesting half day. I, I guess they called it a summit. It was really a bunch of presentations, though. Right. A lot of interesting stuff presented. You know, some of it uh, very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Very, very reminiscent of, of things I've heard before. Some of it very uh, telling, but overall, you know, a lot of, lot of good information that was in there. Yeah. So if you, if you didn't watch um, Alexa Library, haven't seen it before, then it is uh, specifically targeted to developers. And they, they covered a lot of different aspects. Um, some of the things were, you know, things that are baked into Alexa, other parts of it are talking about hardware. And then there was this whole other section that was talking specifically about things that developers could do. Um, and that's kind of the, the point that we're going to focus on. So there's a couple of links that we're going to go ahead and include in the, um, along with this. One of them is the here's everything we announced um, blog post. Uh, and that's going to talk about you know things like matter and the hardware support and kind of some of the higher you know level big vision things. Right, and I do have to say, matter was you know was a big part of this you know yeah, of this show. Definitely, you know, there were there was a whole track dedicated to it. It had its own keynote. It had a mention in the main keynote, so it was it was a big deal. But but what we're going to focus on today, uh, and and you can kind of just follow along because we're going to go from top to bottom uh, through this is a, uh, a post called Skill Developer Announcements. And so we're just gonna kind of go through there, uh, talk about each point just really uh, quickly. And uh, you'll probably see a, a future Two Voice Devs uh, podcast on some of these topics. Uh, right. Uh, yep. Some of them really, uh, you know, some of them are available now and they have the detail that we could dive in deeper and other things are, you know, kind of announcements that you can sign up for, but they're not quite ready yet. Right. And all of them are brand new. So, you know, I don't think we've really had too much of a chance to really go into to all of them. Right. Um, and and if you if yeah, if, if you went to last year or like attended last year's Alexa Live, the list of things is shorter than the list of things that were announced last year. Uh, but they're pretty some of them are pretty significant things. So just because it's not as long of a list as last year doesn't mean that we don't have some important things to cover. And last year also had a lot of you know closed beta early announcement yeah. and, and some of those things that we saw then as kind of the tease is now general availability and that's kind of the, the big news here, right? Yeah, and then there's some teases that are, that came out for this one from and that's good. Go. So yeah. okay, so let's it's good. Let's let's dive in. All right, so the first thing that we're going to talk about is under a section called Drive Business Growth, and it is the Skill Developer Accelerator Program. SDAP. Yeah, this was, in a lot of ways, this is the big item that people have been looking for. And um, Jeff Blankenberg, this is the one that Jeff Blankenberg has been eager to tell us about and finally right. got to tell us about. At and, and said it was his favorite part of the uh, of the presentation for Alexa Live was 
was on that topic. And so it's all about what can we do to increase uh, users using skills, um, which you know kind of talks about, well, how can we increase the quality of skills and how can we um, get more of the, the revenue share back to developers uh, to, to take advantage of the, the different things that are available, um, you know, financially for, for creating these things. Now, now specifically SDAP, you, you, you know, the, the stuff covered by SDAP kind of was previously, if you had in-skill purchases and, you know, basically anything where you, where you were charging for something around your skill, Amazon took a cut and the standard cut used to be, they'd take 30%, you'd get 70%, right? That's Correct. Traditional. And I think last year they had announced that it was going to be 80-20. Correct. And what's the big news this year? Well, the big news is that for the rest of this year, that um, it goes up to 90-10. And this will be paid out in cash, just like the rest of the, the program is. Um, now, going into future years, like next year and going forward, there's going to be more of a you know, promotional credits. That last 10% is going to be more of a promotional credit. So I think it goes back to 80-20, uh, but then you get this, these promotional credits, um, or at least that's, that's kind of what, what it seems like that they're talking about on this. And, and so promotional credits, well, what are promotional credits? Well, on the Echo Show, uh, you know, and, and that, goes into the next, that goes into the next big announcement. Yeah, promoted was... skills. Um, and so um, what are promoted skills? Promoted skills are like advertisements for your skill. And so as you, if you have, if you have an, uh, an Echo Show device, you'll see things throughout the day, just kind of, you know, scrolling through on your, um, uh, your screen. That could be uh, like right now, like that, a, a, a video. And then now it's just showing me the time and the weather. And then it's going to maybe have some news story. Um, so in that, you know, list of things that show are going to start appearing um, promotions for your for your skill. So it's something that you're supposed to be able to put together in just uh, five minutes, upload some some text and some images, you know, pay your money and I guess fill out whatever it is as far as, you know, what you're looking for, the target audience for advertising. And, and then, and uh, then it'll it just start showing up. Yeah. And it sounds like these are going to be just regular promotion, you know, advertising promotions like we've been used to on the web or on mobile. And now they're bringing it to Echo Show devices. Yeah. So it's, it's just going to be visual only. There's no like no audio announcement that like, catches your attention, but you can you can tap the, the promotion and it will start up your skill. So that, that's going to be interesting. We'll see where that goes. Yeah. Um, the next item I know is one that I've, I've heard a lot of people express a lot of interest in. And that's what they're calling the Alexa Routines Kit. So what yeah, is... Go, do, do you have an... Do you want, do you want to give a summary of that? or So what as, as, as I understand it, there's already a way that you can um, kind of pre create routines and let people load those routines. You've got a way to, to get them to install those routines that... Uh, or, or, I always think routines is kind of shortcuts to yeah. to skills, um, or sometimes aliases to skills. So it creates you know other names that your skill can be invoked by, and, and possibly deep link into into them. This sounds like it goes a couple of steps further. So previously, for example, you had a URL that you could share that right. would do it, and now it sounds like you're going to be able to 
offer to the user, not, not you can't force it on them, but you'll be able to offer to the user a way to have one of these routines available inside the skill itself. So exactly. at, some point, at some point your skill can say, hey, would you like a shortcut to do that task that you just did? Yeah. And yes, it I will do something. Exactly. And so, you know, the original way to create uh, routines was go to the Alexa app and you could go through and give it a name, select what your trigger was and what the action was going to be. And one of the actions is starting up a skill. Um, another one is starting up a, uh, a task link, which is a way of starting up a skill and deep linking into a specific intent. Um, so those are the two options that are available and you can, you can create those yourselves, but that's Kind of hard. It's kind of maybe a, a little bit of a power user move to do that. So then the next option was, well, somebody else could create these routines and provide a link. And if if me as a user were to click on that link, then the routine would be automatically added to my list of routines and I could go in and edit it or however I wanted to, but it would right. be there. And now this one is the, um, you know, somebody else like the skill developer could create this routine kind of structure, but then offer that via voice confirmation. And once confirmed, then all of a sudden that routine will show up on your phone as a created routine. And you could go in your list and see the, see the routine. Manipulate it and edit it however you want. Yep. Yeah. So I know there are people interested in seeing exactly how that's going to work. And that's, that's currently in, um, that's currently in closed beta, correct? Yeah. It's a sign up to be considered for participation. Yes. Okay. So, yep. So, well, sorry, developer preview. Yeah. Is, I, I, is the term they decided to use for that one. Is, is, okay. <laughs> uh, next thing is voice forward account linking. I'm kind of excited about this. I've been on doing some projects where I've, I've had to do account linking. And the way account linking works is that you need the Alexa app and you, you start, well, you can start from like the skill page and you say, I want to account link. And then you get taken to a login page, which is the login page for, you know, uh, it could be like Domino's pizza. And then you, you do your, you know, fill out the information and then you get a confirmation that account's been linked. And then after that point, you can put your phone away and you can just use the skill and automatically behind the scenes that will log you into your Domino's account and, you know, you'll be good to go. So there's, uh, there's also like another variation of account link has been app to app account linking where you actually start from like your Domino's app and then that links back in accounts. So now um, last year they announced um, uh, voice forward account linking, but it was limited to login with Amazon. So you had to log in with your Amazon account, but you could then in your skill, instead of them sending you someplace else during the account linking, it says, hey, would you like to be linked? And uh, now that list is open to custom OAuth uh, providers. So now you could um, go to, you know, I'm assuming like Domino's had an OAuth 2 provider, you could do voice forward account linking. And my understanding is that it sends you a, a confirmation code on your phone and then you have to um, speak that back. Yeah. I, you know, so you still have to, to pick up your phone. Um, you know, the... But it's but a big it's a win little, not to go in. Yeah, not to go into the Alexa app is a big right. win, actually. It's a little faster. Um, you know, they said it, it reduces it from 11 steps down to five steps. And honestly, the demonstration still made it seem pretty slow. You know, it was not, it was not as smooth as I feel like it was when Google had this feature. 
you know, the, the, the Google version seemed a little bit, le- you know, a little bit less friction. Yeah. Even when you had to go to the phone, it felt a little bit less friction. So I am thrilled to see this. I still feel like there's, there's more that they could do to make this a better experience. Yeah. So I'll be interested, but, but this is huge. This would be because yeah. anything that you can do, there, there is a drop-off. If somebody is, is using a skill and maybe some of the features in your skill are, are for free uh, and you can do like anonymously without account linking, then, you know, somebody might start using that. But then if you, once you hit a point where you need to be logged in, then there would be a drop. And because it just gets, starts to get too complicated to, to do that. So anything that you can do to, to make that uh, speed bump smaller oh, sure, or to yeah. remove it is, is awesome. You know, dropping six steps is huge. It is a big deal. Yeah. Um, the next one is one that I know a lot of people have been interested in. It, it sounds like it's, it's not so much one feature as a whole bunch of stuff that are now, you know, we've seen a little bit of over time and they're now kind of being grouped together. And that's the Alexa shopping kit. Yeah. So the, yeah, the shopping kit's kind of like this grouping of these different things together. And one of the things that it includes is the, what they're called shopping actions. So what you can do is any, well, a subset of list of things that you can purchase on Amazon. There's some restrictions. I think it's just going to be those items that you can just quickly order and not have to specify a color or a size or anything. Um, then you just take that, uh, ASIN number that Amazon uniquely identifies each product with in their store. And you can offer that up in your skill. Um, And you can either do um, add to cart or buy. And so add to cart is just like you say, so you can like, like, Hey, you know, um, I'm so glad that you love my meditation um, skill. Uh, Have you ever thought about doing yoga? And here's a great yoga mat that we Mm. would recommend. And if somebody clicks on to purchase the yoga mat inside the skill, then you're still inside the skill purchase experience. You get information details on um, that yoga mat or whatever it is, and you purchase it, um, or you can just add it to the card, or you can purchase it depending on which, uh, which action you do. Now, this is, this is what uh, Dana likes to call the, the gift shop skills or the gift shop feature. I, I, yeah, I think that's a pretty good uh, coining of the of the term. I like I, that. I think so. And I think it also, it does open up the opportunity for skills who aren't necessarily sales focused skills. You know, they're, mm-hmm. you know, you can easily picture a game, for example, will be selling you the game swag just because they've now added these as items to their Amazon store at amazon.com. And now they can sell it to you directly through the skill. So yep. that seems kind of cool. I can, you know, I, I can see developers and, you know, getting clever with this and saying, okay, we're not going to let you order the hat until you've earned the hat badge. Oh, that's clever. Yeah. I like that. You know, and you still have to buy the hat, but we're not even going to let you buy it until you've played the game for 20 hours or whatever. Yeah, it will be interesting. I'm not sure if you can control like a discount. Um, Ooh, that's an interesting thought too. If it's your stuff. But so one thing I guess I want to make sure is because we're talking about selling your own things through through your skill, which you can do, but you can sell other people's things right. as well. Um, and so it's just, it, there's no limitation on what ASIN per se that you use, who owns it or what it is. I think there's, 
there's, you know, I don't know, there's probably not every provider of things. Maybe it's only those things that, um, that are, are prime or I don't, I don't know exactly. We'll have to take a look at, figure out what all the details are, what the exclusions are and kind of what the list, how you figure out if something is, is purchasable through a skill or not. But, but it, it definitely um, opens up a whole host yep. of, of new options. Um, you know, and speaking of discounts, that, that goes to the next feature that they announced, which, okay, I'm, I'm not sure I understand what an Alexa skill deal is supposed to be. All right, I I, th- I can take that one. So okay. your options inside of monetization for an Alexa skill is you can do paid skills now. So you can do like a buy once and then use it. Right. Um, you can do in-skill purchasing, which would be a subscription or one-time or a consumable. Okay. Um, so all of those things are things that you can buy. They're you know virtual things that you can buy. Now you can you can apply a skill deal yourself. So you can say, oh, during the holiday season, I'm going to give a 20% discount on um, this virtual good. And me as a developer can specify that just inside the developer console. And, you know, when when does this uh, deal start and end and how much is the deal for? um, Okay, fine. You know, I'm, I'm not going to dismiss it. Because I'm always, you know, I like discounts, but okay. Yeah, the, the other option would be if you would have to have gone in and officially changed the price of, uh, of these items and then... Uh, yeah, uh, it fine, uh, fine, okay. <laughs> Ellen's not, wouldn't be using this very much. It's not that I wouldn't be using it very much. It's that I'm, I am... I, I, it, it feels like it's a bit of a stretch to call this a major feature (laughs) that's all i'm saying is it is it bad no is it a feature okay fine it's a feature i know some people some people might i see i see what you're saying i think i've spent too much time on this already anyway um (laughs) i'm making you talking about it longer than you really want to talk about it's yeah anyway um so okay so, so that's it for the section that they called driving business growth. And I'm, I'm kind of glad in some ways that they put that first because that's certainly been where, where developers have been pushing for a lot is, yeah. you know, new toys are nice, show me the money. You know, let's, let's be honest here. Um, but there are also some new toys. And that they grouped under develop high quality customer experiences. So, so yeah. what kind of high quality mm. ambient experiences, as they put it? <laughs> um, yeah, um, and I'll just kind of go through the list. So these are just different things that you could use uh, during development um, as you're testing out different portions of your skill um, or different uh, you know, tooling that's going to help you as a developer. And so uh, the first one is Dialog Testing Tool API. So it's a, it's a way of being able to string together multi-turn dialogues and then kind of create uh, tests. They wouldn't be unit tests. I guess they would kind of be like uh, end-to-end tests, but for just portions of your, your conversation flow. Um, so that's, that's what that um, seems like that one is. Um, the A-B testing tool has already been out for a little bit, but the idea is, is that you can have their skill behave differently 
for X percent of the users, and then you can kind of see how it performs differently. And then you can decide, oh, I think B is the better option for this. And so I'm going to go ahead and implement B everywhere. Um, so that's kind of what, what that one is. Okay. Um, Alexa the next one's, the, the next one's yeah. a big one, I think. Yeah, and I, I haven't jumped, other than like the what was in the keynote, I didn't catch any of the other breakout um, on this particular. Um, but the idea is, is that they're going to do more tighter integration for Alexa for apps. Because what's what you've been able to do up to this point, on pretty much on any of the platforms, is do some sort of a shortcut or a deep link into... Um, you know, when you're using your voice, it's going to take you into a certain portion of your mobile app. Um, so that's, that's uh, but this makes it kind of bigger. I don't know. What was your impression from what they showed? Um, my, my take, uh, and this is the Alexa for Apps SDK. Um, and it's not available yet. You can only, you, you still need to fill out a developer interest form to, uh, to get access. My take on this is that this is huge. Because this is basically, once you're in an app, you can now talk with Alexa and it will take you to various parts of the app. So you're using Alexa as your conversational navigation and it is sending results and, nav you know, and, and navigation information to the app. So this is navigating through the app with your voice and searching in the app with your voice. And it's not just, you know, launch it and you get to a screen, which is what app actions are, but it's also once you're at that screen, you can keep the conversation going. That is yeah, and they and the, and the kind of the dig uh, in the announcement here was that it's not just one way uh, shortcuts, so I can't remember. Yeah. One way it's deep not... linking is how they put it. And is that, yeah. yeah. It's more than just one way. Do. It's it's you know, bi-directional or something like that. So it was, so that's kind of, and what this reminds me of is um, there's a, a provider out in the, in the voice space called Speechly and they are talking about like interactive websites and you, you know, you can be on this website and you can order and filter and, and, and use it. And it seems like that type of an interaction, but for mobile applications. Almost. Um, Speechly, Speechly does work on mobile. We really should cover Speechly in more depth at some point or get someone I think we from Speechly on. But Speechly's really neat feature is that it's um, both, both the Google Assistant and Alexa, even Alexa with Alexa for apps, is still a back and forth. It's a turn-based conversation. Speechly has much more dynamic um, inputs. So you can be saying things like, yeah, I'd like to look at some red shoes. No, maybe I'll make that blue. Yeah. And if you can get them in a size large, and as you're saying it, the inventory the can be happening. changing. Yeah. You know, yeah, you're, exactly. you're filling out fields in a form dynamically, and you can do it very fluidly. Um, so speechly is, is, another notch past what even Alexa for apps is offering. But I think Alexa for apps is more of a step in that direction. Yeah. I think that's the closest thing that it reminded me of, um, of anything that I've seen yeah. when it comes to um, the big players and their voice integration. I mean, I, I think the way, the way I think of this a little 
is that it is, I mean, it's, it's like the conversations that we have now with, with our skills, just instead of showing you um, an APL response, it's triggering something in your app and sending back the data for it. That's, and it's not just a page change. It's a, right. it could be a, a data change or something. Exactly. Like you know, and again, I haven't played with it. I have, you know, I've, I'm, I'm only guessing here, but that's kind of where I think they're, they're going with it is just treating your app like a, a, an APL display and you render that information somehow. Yeah. And, and uh, it seems like part of the SDK would be like the widget that would be in that you could just that plug into your, bottom, your yeah. mobile app. Uh, and, and so you're just really wiring up um, hooks um, for different events and, and being able to react to those inside your application. Yep. It, it, it's going to be interesting. I, we are definitely going to be looking at Alexa for apps a lot more as we get yeah. more, more information on it. I'm going to be curious, not just to compare it to app actions, but see if the two of them can play together side by side and what oh, that exactly that means. Yeah. So I think, I, I think there are some interesting things down the road there. Cool. But what, what else do we have to develop high quality customer experiences? It's, um, the next on the list is updates to the food skill APIs. So um, th this kind of falls into a grouping of different things where um, they were really pushing this idea of Alexa conversations and this kind of uh, conversational components uh, uh, type thing where these are a series of intents that are already built out specifically for uh, food ordering. And then um, they're even talking about, uh, I, I don't know if this one was the one where it also had some accompanying APL integration um, so that when you say something, then it shows up specific APL screens. And so it's trying to package kind of these, these things together, um, making it easier for developers to, to um you know, build these I, types of skills. I think that's included in that, but I think that is actually a separate announcement, which they list at the bottom of this section, but I think it's much more important than that. And that's what they're calling skill components. Yeah. And I think this is going to be a big deal. Um, I, th I think it is. And, and this will be the interesting thing. I've been, you know, kind of dragging my feet with um, Alexa conversations, but if Alexa conversations is going to be you know, paired with skill components and, you know, and the, obviously if, if, if you're focusing on just doing Alexa development and they're giving you a big portion that's going to make your job easier, then why wouldn't you use it? Right. You I know? mean, the skill components really sounds like they're giving you the audio equivalent of a widget. Yeah. You know? And all you need to do is plug in parameters and stick it in your conversation. And it now does stuff. And it shows stuff on the screen because it comes with APL widget equivalents. So that's still in developer preview. I think that's gonna be huge. I think that is really one of the, the, the biggest things coming down the road for developers. Yeah, I think you're right. And I, uh... It's been challenging in the past to do Alexa conversations. It just hasn't really been easy. It doesn't look like it, get so, it gets any easier, I'll be honest. I mean, yeah. So 
Um, I'll be looking on how they do that because if if this is the packaging these other things together might be enough to kind of nudge people into you know hitting that learning curve, but pairing it with even easier ways to define these dialogue uh, flows, um, and 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 sometimes it's been hard because. Um, Alexa conversations is, or Alexa conversations has been kind of this black box that you just hand off things in it. And its job is kind of like this, this, this dialogue management where it's going to like pick all the different things that you need to do to do this one action, which right. is like, and, and so, but then putting that into a skill that does more than just that one thing, you've got these other intents. And so then do you have this hybrid skill that does conversations for some things and just storm, normal intent-based things for something else. And that, and so it just kind of just gets all confusing on how to, to put together right. a whole and, experience. With and I'm hoping this makes it, and I'm hoping this makes it a little bit more straightforward yeah. and that you can yeah. just pick and choose just the components that you need. Yeah. Um, similar to that though, is they also announced Alexa presentation language for audio templates or APLA templates. And I, I looked at that and it looked like there were only four templates and I'm, I'm not sure exactly. It, it was kind of more of like, do you want to play audio, you know, merged together? Do you want to play audio one right after the other? Um, it didn't seem, it seemed like it was a start. Uh, I don't know without diving into it deeper. Um, I, I haven't really done a lot with APLA either. Um, because it's it's sometimes it's challenging too because it's like I I'm typically it's it's just been easy especially if I'm doing cross platform development to say this is the text to speech that's coming back right um, but now to say I'm going to do that text to speech in a different way with APLA or it's just it's just been a little confusing to to do that so I'll have to dive into that one a little bit more to see and how. And, and I also wonder how related that is to the next item, which is the multimodal response builder. Nothing at all, because that is that is the uh, it's just for APL. So what that seems like to me is that APL, Alexa presentation language, can be daunting for beginners. And the thing that existed before APL was display templates, mm -hmm. and display templates were. Here are these seven, I think, different JSON struct data structures. You put values in these JSON data structures, and this is the screen this is what that will you show get. Up. This will get show up. So this is a visual editor, which tries to simplify um, kind of your your first crack at creating a screen. Okay. And so you're going to just going to fill in text at the different places throughout the screen, and in the end, you're going to get. Um, your APL document. And I think it creates data based on the values that you fill in, but that's kind of like at the end of the step. Now, what if you want to do data binding and other things, right. then yeah. at that point in time, then you're going to have to still go into the, the standard editor that they give you or uh, load that into APL Ninja and do kind of the heavy duty things. But the idea is like, can we get people past this initial start, which because there was definitely a learning curve to APL. Yeah. Now, it's interesting that I, I thought in the technical presentation they did of this, they kept referencing APL Ninja. I didn't you know, see that. See, I have to go back and watch that one because I did hear that there was some shout out there. Yeah, th there was more than a shout out. They were in, in the slides. They were showing, you know, 
and and here's where you'd bring it in from APL Ninja. You know, so there was there was definitely an acknowledgement that APL, you know, that the community tool um, yep. is is currently the leader in in doing this. Yeah, Alexander Martin is is just awesome. He's a there, one man. Uh, there, there were quotes APL from Alexander. Machine. Yeah, there were quotes from Alexander in it about this feature. So they they knew the right person to talk to to, yes. to work on this. So yeah, when I when I have problems with APL, I I go to I go to Alexander and ask him to help me get unstuck. Okay. Uh, so what else? So skill quality coach. It's kind of interesting. This is listed separately under this portion. Um, but it kind of seemed like it was quasi associated with the first thing that we talked about was this, the developer program, because I guess in the way that, that they're encouraging people to have better quality skills. And in order to do that, then you need some, you know, you need a coach to, to help you figure it out. So the key part of the skill quality coach is that automatically behind the scenes, your skill is being evaluated for all lots of different data points as far as like, this is the category and this is the things that are implemented. And this is how your skills behaving compared to other skills that are, you know, doing better. And it gives you a score between zero and five on how well your skill is as far as skill quality. The idea being is that uh, if you're a two, then you want to get improve that to a three if it's in the th a three, you want to get that up to a four or five. Kind of some hints that the that there might be some, you know, future promotional advantage um, to you if you're in that four or five range. Hmm. Okay. Um, so I, I I don't know. That's at least that's kind of how I how I uh, check and it, it and it gives you recommendations thing. about. It does, and uh, so it gives you, you know, not only what your score is and. I looked at mine because it's available today in the U.S. So you just go into your analytics uh, dashboard that you already have for a skill. Top left-hand side, right after summary, is this uh, this coach. It will show you your different bands. And then underneath that chart, it's going to give you some recommendations on some things that you can, you can check to do. And it's kind of like, and uh, skills that do this see a 20% increase in, but yeah. So it's going to try to give you some advice on what to do to make your skill better. Um, we're we're going to go over this in detail in a different uh, two voice steps because there's a there's a, a lot of um, you know detail that we can go into and figure out uh, you know what what is what does it mean and how good is it today and uh, but you can if you've got skills that are already published and going um, mine they started analyzing actually the the middle of, of June and it's that 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 score can change over time. Um, even without you doing anything to your, um, to your skill. So um, I don't know, maybe it's, maybe if it's being used more, it kind of gets more accurate information. And so you're, hmm. but okay. it's not like just a one-time check and here's your score. It's continually analyzing your skill. It's a continuous evaluation. Interesting. Okay. So we'll, yeah. we'll definitely need to look at that one more. Um, they also published an APL accessibility guide, which good. And the best practices guide. So these, this kind of goes into the, this lets better inform developers right. and designers on how to, you know. And I, I guess I kind of see those along with the next batch. And, and it's interesting, they list those as part of the develop high quality experiences. 
because I, I kind of see them more as part of the next batch, which is what they referred to as go to market faster. I'm not sure about go to market faster, but okay. And this mostly yeah. sounds like it's documentation. Yeah, it's, it seems like things to help the developers learn and grow and do things faster. So there are some uh, improvements to uh, developer.amazon.com uh, that's happening, uh, have happened, are happening. Um, so there's going to be continuing changes that we'll see there. Um, the Alexa Learning Lab um, is some resources that will help you, you know, get the chops that you need to to create good Alexa skills. And, um, I, and I think the interesting part of that is that it also includes kind of like a, a real-time play with this code thing. You know, here's, yeah. here's how you do this and here's what it looks like. And if you go play with the code, you see how that changes. Yeah, and so the sand, code sandbox is that. And it's basically, I don't know, what I saw it is like, it's a very, very, very slimmed down APL Ninja right there in the documentation where you can um, enter some values and um, you can see off to the, to the right-hand side what your APL screen would look like. But it's, it would be great for learning because you don't, this is just, you're right there on the page. You don't have to create an account anywhere. You're just, uh, oh, I'm trying to learn about APL. And uh, here's an example. What if I tweak this example? Oh, this is what it does. And then, so it's just, you're like hands-on, you're just going in, um, doing that. So that's, so that's great. Um, the last part that's in this section, um, it's listed as unified DX across Alexa conversations and interaction model. Yeah. And I just read that paragraph where, and I have no idea what it means. So there is a way that you have to define, um, well, part of Alexa conversations is that it's supposed to be easier for developers because you don't have to come up with all the different iterations of different utterances that will lead you to something. Or let's say that you have an intent that has five slots to fill. Maybe you're doing a booking a, a car reservation uh -huh. or something like that. Um, and so there's the asking for the start date, asking for the end date, asking for the start city, asking for the car type, asking for the, you know, uh, whatever else. Me as, a, as a, a user to that, I could supply none of those. I could supply one or one of them. I could supply more than one. I could supply them in different orders. And then um, how do I figure out like what's the next prompt that I need right. to get to fill the next slot? And, and this has been the- And how to ask it. And so there's a, there's a format for doing that and defining those. And this seems like, uh, where they're trying to go to that effort of that's part of the, one of the things that is the learning curve to learning conversation. So I think they're trying to attack the make this easier for people to use Alexa conversations. Okay. Now, now they did demonstrate a little bit what sounded like some new features to Alexa conversations. And right now it seems really complicated and it, seem, it seems really complicated and it's not entirely clear to me that they're making that any easier, except by saying we're, we're making more documentation for it. Yeah, um, well, and, and the, the part that's interesting to me that I need to check out was this interaction model because conversations has kind of been, like I said, this black box where you're like, I need to have, I, the, the action that I need to perform is to reserve a car. Right. And these are the slots that I need to be filled. I and in some and ways, here's, that's here's fine. A few, yeah. And here's a few samples, and it's going to go out and build all these other utterances that would help. So I, I don't have to create those. And that's the part that's supposed to be easier for me, but I still have to define 
the thing so that it can go and generate the other you know iterations of different things. Um, but before, um, and I, you know, I, I could be wrong on this, but the fact that they're bringing up interaction model makes me think that um, it's that that situation where you've got both something that's handled by conversations and something that's typically handled by a normal intent interaction intent. model. And in the past, you could have a whole conversations app, but in a lot of cases, you could have a custom skill that part of it would be the interaction model stuff that you would typically do for a custom skill. And part of it would hand off to conversations to hand off to the rest of the thing. And so now you kind of have this hybrid skill where parts conversation and parts not. If they could move the definition of those interaction model stuff into conversations, then maybe conversations can be the whole thing. That's kind of what I'm thinking in the back of my head. Um, hmm. We'll have to check okay. that out and see if that. Yeah, this is, and it's something that's not available yet. So it just says, you know, stay tuned to find out when this experience becomes available. So we'll be, I'm very much looking forward to, uh, to learning more about it, how exactly conversations work and, um, Hopefully we will we will get John on, who is the conversation expert, to to chat about some of these. So yeah, that would be great to get some more details than you know somebody that's been in the trenches and have done it. Yeah. So an interesting set of stuff. Um, but let me let me just toss this one out to you quickly. What's the one thing that you're most interested in from from this list? Oh. And I know it's tough to pick one, but I know. Um... I think the skill coach is, mm. is early. I'm not the, 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 the recommendations that I've gotten so far haven't necessarily been things that have been actionable. Like one of them was use AB testing to um, test changes to your skill. I'm like, well, what I really want you to do is tell me what thing I should change in my skill or add to my skill to increase the skill quality of it. So where, where is the drop off? Where are users having issues? Yeah. Where are they? Yeah. If my skills a 2.7, how do I get to a 3.5? I, I want, you know, I want to move up to that band. I, uh, I'm not happy being down in the, you know, in yeah. the middle of it. So what do I do? So that's the thing I'm most excited about is something that's actually going to kind of start telling me what, what things incrementally I can start doing to improve my skills over time. Okay. I'm, I'm most interested in exactly what Alexa for apps will look like. Yes, that would be that would be good. You know, so that that's the one that I'm most interested in seeing exactly how it fleshes out. And I'm very interested in seeing how conversations and okay, that was that was two. Uh, I yeah, more well, I'm, uh, yeah, okay. Anyway. Um, well, I, I'm 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 adding um, um, add to cart by yeah, of, uh, yeah, because okay. Be, I'm going to do a gift shop skill at some point or add something to a game. Yeah. I, I have toyed around and I have no idea how hard this would be, but you know, number spies came and went as far as Alexa skills. In some ways it was too complicated, but I still like this idea of being able to um, solve um, like broadcasts from number stations, like do mm -hmm. spy uh, decrypting of messages and so what if there was a workbook mm. that you could purchase? And so inside my skill, maybe there's like a daily challenge um, or something 
uh, and then you could purchase the workbook and you could go through and, you know, use that as the kind of your, you know, you know, interaction that you do. So I don't know how, you know, it would be like, how do I create a product, um, a book product? How do I get that added to Amazon? I don't know. That would be like a whole learning experience. It's a lot of other no questions, but now you've got a, a venue to try that out. Yeah, I do. So a lot of interesting stuff. There, there was one other announcement, which I think developers will be really interested in, which wasn't covered here. Um, and that is that one, one of the things that they demonstrated was their commitment to what they called the, the 55 and over crowd. Yep. Um, and for those of you who have been around uh, Voice Lunch and some of the other uh, voice communities, you will have certainly met Heidi Culberson who has been very, very active in- And she, she's a good friend. Good friend of both of ours. Um, so she, so apparently this was her motivation that her group uh, will be running a hackathon, remote hackathon or, or a contest, depending on how you want to do it, with actual cash prizes for creating a skill aimed at the over 55 crowd. Now, um, now, some people would think, oh, 55, over 55, that's, um, <clears throat> well, you know, this is like people that are living alone. How do we, you know, get, get them engaged or, you know, keeping them from, you know, cognitive de decline or um, assisted care homes? But it's, it's very much also the active adult 55 yes. plus group. So it could be those that are playing tennis. It could be playing those that are doing you know, different things. So, you know, don't necessarily limit your thought. If you have an idea and you're like, oh, well, that doesn't apply to, you know, grandma or great grandma. It, it might, it might, you know, um, your idea still might be applicable, but it's, is it like $45,000 worth of total prizes? That total are prize, to the total prize pool is 45,000. It sounds like there's going to be multiple categories. Um, but we don't know the breakdown yet. We don't know too many details. Those are going to be announced soon. We don't know how soon, but soon. But as soon um, as it is, we will tell you about it on Two Voice Stabs and on social media and, and wherever else. But um, so start thinking now about what you could do and definitely jump in quickly and, yep. uh, and get going um, on, on your ideas. And we would love to, to see what you've got yeah. going on. I'm I'm really curious to hear what people think of, you know, any of the features that, that we've talked about, what people yep. are most excited about themselves. Um, as always, you can reach out to us on social media, on Twitter, LinkedIn. Uh, I have office hours every Wednesday. You're always welcome to, to jump in and either ask questions or, or give opinions. Um, we're usually at voice lunch as well, um, or in the comments below. Sounds great. This has been a great conversation. Thanks, Alan, for you know going through the Alexa Live list with us today and and figuring out how that applies to developers. No, and thanks for starting to to starting to look at some of these. And uh, I'm sure I'll be looking to you to find out you know as as more and more of it comes out exactly how these things fit in. So we'll, we will catch you on another episode of Two Voice Devs. Two Voice Devs. Have a great week, Mark. You too. Take care.